You're listening to the WGU Alumni Podcast, a podcast all about noteworthy night owls. Join us each episode as we highlight WGU alumni and share ways to help you stay engaged. Here now is the WGU Alumni Podcast. Welcome to episode 17 of the WGU Alumni Podcast. I'm Sarah Van Winkle, joined by my co-host, Jeff Burton. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Sarah. How's it going today? You know what? This is a really cool day. Uh, We've got a great podcast episode again. We're a little biased with that, but we've got another great episode. And it's a great day anytime you and Bethany and I get together virtually to record these uh, podcast episodes. So pretty good day. How about you? Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great day. We're just getting into fall. And that that is, as we both agree, the best time of the year, the greatest season. That's tons of fun. And today's guest we're excited to have on. I feel like we've been trying to get him on the podcast for a while. And that would be who, Sarah? The one and only David Grow. He's kind of a rock star around here. And um, he happens to be who we roll up to in the reporting structure as well. But he's a great guy. I've been around WGU a long time. Really instrumental in the growth of WGU, as you'll hear in the podcast. We actually talk about hitting nearly 200,000 graduates. And we have done so since we recorded this episode a few weeks ago, I guess. And um, so we're really excited to hit that milestone. We'll talk a little bit about that on the episode today. So Sarah, there's a couple things that's quite remarkable about the 200,000 milestone. And I think it's important to recognize it's more than just a milestone, right? This this number represents 200,000 individuals who have changed their lives through earning a degree. One of the things that I think is really cool is the university was founded just over 20 years ago. So in 20 years time, we have reached 200,000 graduates throughout the country. And even maybe more remarkable is, um, I, I think this was previous to you coming on board here at WGU, but about two and a half years ago, we were celebrating 100,000 graduates at the university. So in Basically, two to two and a half years time, the university has doubled its alumni base. Absolutely. When I first joined, I was trying to think of what that number was of alumni. I'm pretty sure it was in the low 130s, 140s when I joined. And just to see that growth over the last couple of years, like you said, doubling you know, to 200,000 in just a few years is really amazing. And it shows the need for universities like WGU and the fact that folks are really wanting to come back to school, finish their degree, or just start and earn their degree. And I feel like, especially in this time of COVID, you know, folks are doing a lot of thinking and, and this is a great time for a lot of folks to come back to school, earn their degree, finish their degree, or even get another degree. And so I'm excited to see these numbers continue to grow. Obviously, it means more work for us, but I love that because it means we've got even more folks to help support and engage with when they finish their degree. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, totally agree. So Sarah, should we jump into the interview with David Grow? Let's do it. It's really cool. All right. Sounds good. All right, everybody, it's time for the next episode of the WGU Alumni Podcast, and today we have a great guest on the show. Isn't that right, Jeff? That is absolutely right, Sarah. And we're going to, let's just be on our best behavior. Uh, We absolutely love this guy, but we do roll up to him in the org chart, so 
let's be on our, our best behavior today. We've got David Grove on the call. He's our current COO at WGU and former CFO, host of the Not Too Late show and inventor of the Sage Stick. <laughs> Welcome, David. Thank you, Sarah and Jeff. It's great to be with you. And please, not on your best behavior. I like it to flow free and wild. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've listened, and I know you have, David, to these episodes of this podcast, we like to have a little fun and talk about the great things that our alumni are doing. Uh, and I'm pretty sure you're up for that. I am. I look forward to it. Well, David, before we jump into the interview, how have things been in the last few months for you personally? Well, They've been a little bit different. Uh, this whole COVID-19 thing has really uh, shaken us all. Now, I'm you'll notice I'm in my office. I live three miles from the office, and I found that it was easier to social distance by coming into the office. So I'm here in 300,000 square feet of nothingness. And I, I think you have the same problem I do, David, about uh, not great internet at home. So I think I'm going to start coming into the office at least a couple of days a week just so I can have better Wi-Fi. Yeah, I had two adult children that came home for the COVID. And the three of us on the internet at the same time really messed with our bandwidth. Yeah. I know there's been a couple of times, uh, you've probably witnessed this, where I've been presenting to the e-staff or other groups, and I get a text message from another member uh, on this call saying, oh, you froze, and you look really funny on screen right now, so that's that's always fun. Yeah, it is actually. Uh, this video stuff makes it great. If you get into a really tough conversation, you just click off and say it's your internet that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, David, you haven't done that, have you? Never in my life. <laughs> and I totally believe you, too. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what. Well, that's good. Well, David, we are thrilled to have you on our podcast today. You've been at the university for how long now? It's been a long I, time, right? I joined June 1st, 2005. So a few months ago, I hit my 15-year anniversary. It's hard to believe I've been here that long. Wow. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. I started when I was 30. <laughs> <laughs> true, true statement right there. 15 yeah. years ago. That is that is crazy. Now, kind of walk us back in time a little bit. What did the university look like? What did the landscape look like 15 years ago? So when I started, we had 3,500 students, 100 employees. We didn't have any states at the time. As far as alumni go, I would guess we had less than 1,000 alumni. We were still pretty much trying to figure things out and get the university on solid footing. That's incredible for me to hear as someone who's been with the university about a year and a half, to hear that 15 years ago we had 1,000 alumni and just surpassed 200,000 graduates. And David, I know that you had a hand in implementing a growth plan for WGU several years ago. What is that like now years later uh, to see the incredible growth that we've experienced? It's incredible. Uh, I came from the business community. So I worked for uh, SEZ publicly traded companies and we always had two customers in the finance department. We had the real customer that was paying the bills and then we had uh, customers of our shareholders and right. trying to make both of those, those groups happy wasn't always easy. So coming here, it was really a pleasure because we only have one customer and that's our students and making right. sure that they get the best education for the least cost possible. And that's been, you know, really uh, 
our our model and it's worked well. And I think that's why we were able to grow as large as we've grown, as fast as we've grown. Especially in the last few years. The last four years, we've almost doubled, which is which has been amazing. I'd like to say our alumni has grown that much since I've come on board, but I don't think I can take credit for that. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll let you. Okay. Hey, you heard it here first. So, so David, you kind of touched on this, but I, I wanted to ask you a question. I mean, in your tenure with WGU, what one major initiative would you say has made the biggest impact for our students and our alumni? So I, I don't know that it's an initiative, but as you both know, uh, as a university, we have 10, uh, 10 leadership principles, and one of them is student-obsessed. And I will tell you from the day I started this university, the management team, the philosophy, everything about it has been student-obsessed, whether it's the, the cost of tuition or the, the learning resource or the programs that we've developed. It's always been focused to benefit our students. And I think that's been the greatest thing uh, that it's allowed us to be so successful. I agree. And I, you know, on our side of the of the team here, we've especially in the last uh, year, I would say I've tasked Jeff with and his team with some of those things you just mentioned about the resources and continuing education opportunities for our alumni. And we've revamped our benefits for alumni recently. We went through every single benefit we offer. We're looking at how many times people are clicking on this link or if they're actually using this service. And then we actually asked our alumni ambassadors group and advisory board, what do you need? What do you need from us? How can we help support you in this uh, last stage of this journey with WG where we get to, we get to, uh, help you for the rest of your your life, hopefully. And we've been able to add some some more educational things, prep for uh, Wiley CPA courses, that kind of thing. So I'd like to think that we're trying to continuously up what we're offering our alumni as far as benefits and resources. So kudos to Jeff and team for that, for sure. Yes, congratulations. I think you're doing a great job too. Well, thank you. And I have to add that we on our team, we're not student obsessed. We always say that we're alumni obsessed. We're obsessed about... <laughs> Right, taking care of, of our more than 200,000 alumni. And I feel like um, on every episode, I'm going to say it on this episode too, I feel like we have the best job in the university and we get excited talking about now the students are ours and we get to take them now and we get to help them and we get to help them continue with their their growth and their careers and, and further education opportunities. So we get really excited when we start talking about that. And, and, you know, students are kind of like your children. Yeah. They grow up and they leave the house, but they never stop being your children and you never stop worrying about them and hoping hoping they're successful. Absolutely. I love that. And so that's true. how the students are. Yep. Yeah, so true. I really do love that. So um, um, kind of on that same wave, David, I, you've been to many of our commencements over the years. You've met with students, with graduates. So do you have a memorable or inspirational student or graduate story or experience? So I've been to a lot of commencements in the 15 years, and I, I don't think there's any one particular uh, experience that, that stands out because every time I go, I am so overwhelmed with our students and, and our graduates and their stories whether it's the actual commencement speaker, student speaker, or meeting with them the day, the night before, 
and hearing their stories in some of the celebrations we have. It's just remarkable, uh, the individuals, where they came from and how successful they've become. And to see them with their families, there's nothing yeah. you can like looking out into the audience and first seeing the sea of, of graduates and then looking out and seeing the alumni and their families uh, up in the stands. It's, you know, I love our virtual commencements, but I do miss uh, the, the feeling you get being in that great group of individuals. Yeah, absolutely, David. I agree. I, there's nothing quite like the feeling and the experience of being at that in-person commencement. And while we absolutely love what we've been able to accomplish with virtual commencement uh, for our graduates, you know, it's there is that special feeling of being there, uh, seeing those graduates cross the stage, get to shake the hands of our leadership. And, you know, they're always raising their hands in the air. And what I love is hearing the kids and the parents alike uh, that's my mom or that's my son. You know, we love hearing that. And it's also, I think, inspiring to those those kids, uh, seeing their parents especially complete a degree, a program, and walk across that stage and have their moment on those huge screens that we have. And they get to have their moment in the spotlight. And I love that. So I'll tell you an interesting story. Uh, and I won't tell you where they graduated from, but my youngest daughter graduated with a master's degree from a a pretty nice state school. And I went to her commencement. And then a week later, I went to one of our commencements and there was absolutely no comparison. Our commencements are so much better and our students have such great stories that uh, I wish we could, we could show it to everyone about what a commencement should be. Well, I appreciate you saying that. And for anybody that's listening that hasn't seen one of our commencements, you can watch them anytime on YouTube, which is really cool to be able to go back and share that moment with your friends and families. And um, as a side note, for anyone that um, doesn't know, in the last year, we have been able to start uh, for virtual commencement and in-person commencements, we're able to share a, an individual clip of their moment in the spotlight with each graduate. So that's something that we we do. It's really cool. They can share it on their own social media, email it to family and friends. And um, for those that, you know, maybe don't have the time to watch the entire ceremony, they get to see their moment in the spotlight. So we're really proud of that fact. Yeah, that's that was a great feature. And this last weekend, we had our second virtual commencement and we had over 600 individuals that submitted their videos. And there is nothing like looking at their faces when they are on camera. They are so happy, so proud, and they deserve to be. The team was working on this uh, last year to be able to bring virtual commencement to WGU. And it, you know, when COVID hit and we were having to start canceling commencements, unfortunately, um, we kind of were able to be like, we have a solution for that because we had already been working on that with the blessing of you and our boss, Carrie. We just had to speed it up a little bit with our timeline, but we were able to make it happen. And I'm really proud of what the team has done. The first one was great. I think the second one was even better. And I think we're just going to continue to get better and better with these. Now, David, I, I want to go back to one of the things that you mentioned, and I, I want to give a, a sincere compliment to you, to Bob Mendenhall, and now to Scott Pulsifer, because one of the things that you said, you compared the WGU experience to that of a traditional experience. You guys have done a great job of creating a model, putting the student at the center of their experience. Yeah, I think it even goes back uh, to a little bit before uh, Bob Mendenhall. 
who was our first real president of the university, but Governor Mike Levitt and Governor Roy Romer really saw a, an, a problem as governors of states that they couldn't keep building these brick and mortar universities and that they'd start them and they, they weren't really focused on teaching. They ended up being more focused on the research and uh, they, they basically said to Bob, we need a university that is focused on educating our population. And as we, you know, as we looked at it, as we grew, we realized that the focus needed to be on students. It needed to be on programs that, that help the students in the workplace. So yeah, it's great to go and get any kind of a degree you want, but really with our uh, adult working student population, we needed to focus on something that would help better their lives. And we realized that if we continually stayed focused on the student, that we would build the programs that they needed and address, uh, address their personal situations. I have to give credit to Bob because there for nine years, we didn't raise tuition. And his argument was, you know, we can't burden these students with debt. We need to get them through, get them out with as little debt as possible. So we did everything we could to keep our tuition flat for nine years. And that's one of the things that I'm probably most proud of working at WGU is the lower cost, as well as the competency-based model that I wish I had had an opportunity, I probably did back in the day, to attend a university like WGU um, because I think I would have done much better in college if I had had, yeah. you know, because I'd been out in the working world for about, oh gosh, 10 years at that point when I actually did decide to go to college and get my degree. So uh, I definitely had some experience behind me, but, and I, I think there were a few classes that maybe uh, with some professors that I would have rather not have been sitting in a classroom three times a week when I could have taken an assessment and moved on to the next thing because I already know the material. So yep. I definitely love that. Uh, and faculty is important. They are just not the center. It's the student that's the center. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that. And again, commendable efforts on all your parts and the governors to have that vision um, yeah. to, to make this happen. And and the WGU success story is just, it, it's awesome. And, and as mentioned by both of you, it, it's such a pleasure to be a part of. So David, I, I wanna shift and ask you a two-part question if I can, and I'm, I'm anxious to hear your answer to this because you have been successful in your career throughout, as you said, at, here at WGU, but also at, at some major organizations before your time here. So I wanted to ask for a little bit of advice. Two-part question. First, what advice would you have for students who are just beginning their experience at WGU and then the second part, what advice would you give to our graduates for them to thrive post-degree completion? So uh, answer to the first question, what advice would I give to a new student? I would tell them that what they are embarking on is one of the most important things they will do in their life. That throughout the time at WGU, whether it's uh, two years or three years, to remember that life will happen I mean, we've experienced that. And to just stay the course and finish what you've started, really focus and recognize that it'll be a little bumpy. So when the bumps come, know that you can get through it, 
you could be successful. And the reward at the end uh, of your degree is is really beyond uh, comparison to other things that will happen to you. So just really hang in there and finish, 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 finish. That's what I would tell them. Great advice. And how about for the alumni, for those in particular in this audience? For the alumni, I would say graduation is not a destination. You've received your degree now. It is a doorway, a doorway to so many things that you have before you. And to realize that you did it, you accomplished this part of your education. Now, continue to be a lifelong learner, whether it's with WGU and a postgraduate degree or you know, other opportunities that come your way, but never, never stop learning. Uh, the, the world changes way too fast for us to get comfortable with the knowledge we have. We should always be adding to it. And the last thing I would tell them is remember WGU. Go out and be an evangelist for us. And when you see people that have some college but no degree, tell them they can't succeed with us and send them our way because we really can help them to better their lives and better their families' lives. I love that. And we definitely encourage our ambassadors group and, of course, our advisory board. They're so great at referring not only their family members, their friends, their coworkers uh, to WGU. And we love that. And we think that's the best place for folks to hear about WGU is from someone who has actually been through a program, who has completed a, their degree here, and they had such a great experience um, that they want other people to have that experience. So. And once again, I would liken it unto a family. You've been with us. You are WGU. You really are. It, it's not about our management team. It's not about our faculty. It's about you. And we need you to always be part of the family. Our listeners can't see this, but I'm nodding my head emphatically in agreement. And it's what I, anytime I post on LinkedIn or any social media, hashtag night else for life. Cause, and we do believe that, you know, we feel like once you, you get to be part of our alumni group, you're ours and we want to take care of you and help you and help you spread the word and be a, be an ambassador for WGU, like you said, David. So very much so agree with that. So David, as we conclude, you referenced, you know, COVID at the beginning of this interview and what interesting times that we live and work. Um, so I wanted to ask you, what do you miss most about the staff working in office at WGU headquarters? I miss the interaction with people, uh, seeing people in the hallways, having one-on-one -on -one meetings or being in a live meeting. Uh, I just miss the personal contact. Uh, I think Zoom and WebEx and uh, Microsoft Teams is all great, but there's nothing like being able to look at someone across the table and, and interact with them. So that's what I miss most. And you know, I, I know we're wrapping this up, and I just, if, if I can tell our alumni one thing, I would just say thank you. Thank you for being a night owl. Uh, we appreciate you being with us. We, we, we really believe that everything is dependent upon you when you were a student, uh, you now as an alumni and representing us. So, Thank you, and I wish you all the best of luck throughout your lives and look forward to seeing you uh, at another commencement. Thank you, David. Well, thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, thanks for inviting me on the program. And we'll definitely have you back on. 
Thank you for listening to the WGU Alumni Podcast. To learn more about WGU Alumni and Commencement, visit wgu.edu slash alumni. To learn more about anything you heard on this episode or to hear past episodes, visit wgu.edu slash podcast. This podcast was produced by the WGU Alumni Relations Department. Special thanks to producer Bethany Tucker from the WGU Production Studio. And thank you to our WGU Alumni Network, now more than 200,000 strong and growing.